This is Nila. You're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. This is Phoenix FM. Indeed, it is. Uh, you're listening to One Two Three on Phoenix FM with me, Stuart Pink, and joining me on the phone is Nula. Hello, Nula. How are you? Hi, I'm fine, thank you. Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm very well, very well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. How are you finding the life in lockdown? Yeah, um, well, getting kind of um, a bit stir-crazy by now, I think, but just (laughs) (laughs) trying to make the most of of my time, actually, you know, trying to relax and um, reflect a bit and do a bit of writing, do what I can, make the most of it and try and adapt to the situation, basically. How about you? Oh, I'm, all right. I'm just broadcasting from the bedroom. I'm doing the same thing, but just going with less distance. This was... <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of musicians seem to be using this time to write a lot of a lot more music. Is it uh, sort of prompted a bit more inward looking? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, you know, certainly an unprecedented situation. Uh, we're probably all tired of hearing that word, I think. But yeah, we don't know. You know, we've never been in this situation before, so we don't really know what's going to come out of it. And it's, it's kind of interesting from that perspective. But um, so yeah, I mean, I've just been um, writing some songs and yeah, okay. uh, making some videos and things. I've had to learn how to do that by myself because I haven't been able to involve anybody else. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, making videos from my flat and. Um, so yeah, you know, that was a learning curve. So Absolutely. <laughs> it was fun to do. Did you get you have half um, to do the the camera work, or are you <laughs> setting up? With no, tripads? I didn't. I did it. I did it all all by myself. Yeah. Oh wow. So um, learning as I go along. So I enjoyed it in the end, and you know, yeah, it's quite good to do that. Quite enjoying seeing um, some of these pictures you see of, of behind the scenes when people film things. A friend of mine, uh, Maisie Adam, is a comedian. <laughs> she was on. Have I got news for you? And they did a version oh, on yeah. Zoom. And uh, the whole thing was filmed at home. And then she showed a camera shot of, for the behind the scenes. And it was basically a laptop on a pile of about 15 books on top of a bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, amazing what you have to do to improvise or, yeah, the things you can find useful <laughs> suddenly. Yeah, absolutely. Funny. Hey, you've got a, a dog to keep, you, uh, to keep you company. Is that right? I have got a dog. Yeah, a little Irish terrier. Um, he's been fantastic during lockdown. Obviously, getting out on lots of walks and you know, as making them as long as possible during the period <laughs> where we were only allowed out once per day. And um, it's yeah, it's a bit better now that we can go out a couple of times. But the dog's been great company. I think that's probably what I miss most is just company. You know, seeing a different person other than my boyfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, it's it's been nice to now, like, uh, you know, get out and sort of be able to meet up with another person on a dog walk and things like that. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's allowed. Oh, we haven't broken any rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the dog has, yeah, he's got us, he's got us through with um, basically by being a lot of fun to be around. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I think the dogs and the pet, most pets are absolutely loving, aren't they? They're I think so, yeah. Never had so much exercise in my life. Yeah, because well, because we're both home now, the dog just thinks, right, he knows the routine, right, when are we going, go out and we, you know, do this. And he just expects <laughs> us to kind of plan the whole day around his walk because that is what we've been doing. So, so he thinks <laughs> that's, that's, the, main that's event. the new way it's going to be now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll get shocked when it goes back to some sort of normality, would they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you're a, a singer-songwriter, and uh, like most yeah. musicians, I'm guessing you've 
uh, I always had a passion for music. What's your some of your earliest memories from discovering and making music? Oh God, my earliest memories. Literally, I was probably a toddler, like with my sister, just singing and playing on anything we could kind of get our hands on, just making up songs and harmonies. You know, it's nice when you've got a sibling that you can do that with. So, just um, we, we would just do that, and um, it, nice. yeah, and then. I guess we listened to lots of Irish music growing up in my family. That was always kind of around and available. Um, yeah. And the, there were lots of instruments available for us to just there to hand, you know. So I no, had no strict sort of musical um, teaching or anything. I just liked to like to create music. Um, jammed as a kid for your sister. Yeah. Um, so nice. those, those are my earliest memories, really. Um, I heard Mum had a piano, and and you, did you come from a, a musical kind of family? Yeah, Mum had a piano. That's right. Yeah, so she she played piano a lot when we were growing up, and I just kind of always remember going to bed and hearing that being the, the last sound I could hear was the piano playing. So that was something that I guess it went into my subconscious, you know, while I was sleeping. And, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, my dad was a keen sort of um, you know poet. Um, oh wow. Nice. An uh, engineer by trade, but kind of always sort of passionate about poetry and things like that. So I just kind of got influenced by the by both sides of that, I guess. And just I, I like doing both together, you know, not just poetry or just instrumental music. I like kind of, for me, it very much happens as one as one thing. The, the music and the lyrics sort of come together. Um, yeah, is that yeah. is that how you you put your songs together? Do they kind of come? Uh, yeah. while you're strumming a guitar or yeah, a piano yeah really like that yeah yeah um so i guess i feel sort of a, a mood or might be reflecting about something that i've seen or experienced and and um i just kind of yeah strum the guitar and it comes together with um the lyrics and the the melody come out at the same time usually so oh, yeah. yeah i've tried it the other way around i mean sometimes it works i actually i wrote it I'm kind of telling a lie actually because Lay Down My Gun was a poem. That's um the first song we released, Lay Down My Gun. That that did start as a poem. Um so sometimes it it is like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no set formula. No, I don't think there is it? really. No, maybe I'm just trying to sort of fit it into a box and it doesn't <laughs> fit. Yeah. But my usual way is to just sit strumming and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> You mentioned your your first single. You've had a pretty uh, pretty busy year, like well, last year or so. It's yeah. all been going on. Yeah, yeah, pretty exciting. <laughs> a couple of uh, a couple of singles towards the end of last year. I, think, I read you worked with with a producer. Yeah, so um, John Reynolds. Yeah, we did. We've recorded about ten songs now, I think. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so we're... enough for an album. Then? Yeah, we have. We, we're going to release that in autumn. Um, yeah, fantastic. So, not sure of the exact date yet, but. I'm looking forward to that. I think we've released four songs from it now, but the full album will be out in autumn. Um, cool. What was it? What was it like working with someone in a in a producer kind of role? Was it the first time you'd done that? Yeah, first time. Amazing. It was it was like a dream come true. I um, the first day we did like four songs. Um, Whoa. It, well, basically, we kind of got in touch online, and. Um, said well let's just see how it goes we'll do one song and see how it goes but it went well so we did four and then um then I went away and wrote more and then 
back in and recorded those with John and um, Graham Kearns, the guitarist on the album. So that was just really wonderful because it was for the first time I could really hear my songs um, interpreted by someone else and made to sound in a way that yeah. I, I couldn't have done by myself and I couldn't have even imagined, you know. So it was it was wonderful, yeah. It's really nice to hear. I'll say it must be a, a amazing process to sort of get other people to just add a little bit of flavour to, yeah. to the music. It, well, it's the best, it really is, yeah. It feels like a proper team effort, you know. It feels like we all brought something that, that you know, we all have something independent to bring to it. Um, and it came together as a real team. Um effort the results overall so yeah i'm really pleased with it delighted. Awesome. Oh, look, <laughs> look forward to hearing the rest of the, of the album when it's when it's ready to uh, to join us yeah i can't wait yeah uh listening listening to your music it's definitely a, a distinctive sort of sound to your vocals oh, thank you. um just the, the sort of music you could imagine in a in a scene in a film where someone's in the middle of a dream or something cool. what uh, <laughs> what other artists would or other things do you think influences your your sound um, yeah, lots of things that aren't just musical, I think. I mean, I read a lot and I watch a lot of television. <laughs> got really into um, currently the series Devs. I don't know if you watched that. I got really into that. But before that, the stuff that's gone into this album, like um, just cultural things that we all kind of um, remember and that goes into our psyche, things like Twin Peaks or some, you know, things like that. So it's a lot of David Lynch sort of. Um, yeah. dreaminess maybe in terms of music um, very influenced by PJ Harvey Nick Cave that kind of uh, that kind of stuff nice to begin with that was yeah quite a big influence on me uh, lots of Leonard Cohen Kate Bush so I was an 80s child so a lot from that era a lot where, where those were really kind of strong influences back then real poetic lyrics as well yeah yeah really heavy on the lyrics but with some heavy music as well so yeah awesome you mentioned the tv um <laughs> any inspiration drawn from killing eve for your last single oh i love that <laughs> um <laughs> uh any for the last single uh thinking i would have a listen in a minute to uh to artemisia oh yeah yeah <laughs> But uh, I, I feel that when I listened to it straight away, I was like, that's Kevin Avon. Oh, really? That's oh, so yeah, I the love soundtrack. that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, do, I love the, the soundtrack of that. Um, but no, when I wrote it, no, I was um, I was actually, that was more more influenced by like 19th century French poets that I was reading at the time. So, but, um, <laughs> and um, absinthe, I was uh, drinking, you know, the, the alcoholic drink absinthe is, um, it, they, they used to drink <laughs> it back then. That's their like artistic muse. So I thought oh, I'll give that a go. Very inspirational and, uh, stuff. Yeah, that's what that was. But uh, yeah, I'd love to see it in Killing Eve. That would be brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Season four, watch out. Get it in the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll have listening a bit to Artemisia. What can you tell us about the the meaning of the track? Anything about the, the the single? Of that single. Well, like I'm saying, I was just like sort of seeing what I kind of just got really into the ritual around writing itself and um the ritual of this drink absinthe and i just sort of let it infuse my writing really um and then obviously there's always an emotional spark that ignites it all so i don't i don't really know if i can say what that is i like to let people just bring what they want to it you know i don't like to say what the songs mean because yeah it, it kind of changes anyway the song sometimes just takes on its own 
path and writes itself. So I don't really know sometimes until it's finished. And then it changes again when people hear it. It changes when, you know, someone else brings their interpretation. So yeah. it's just about the sort of mythology and mystery of things like, <laughs> yeah. Um, just lay back, enjoy it and let, let the magic work. Yeah. So, yeah, something like that. <laughs> So before we check out and have a listen, uh, what what exciting things have we got coming up in the world of Nula? Um, well, hopefully some gigs, <laughs> if that, uh, if that <laughs> all yes. happens again, um, <laughs> if we're all let back out to do normal things again. So um, there's a festival in Chelmsford, 29th of August at the United Brethren pub in Chelmsford. Oh, so of course, if that's yes. still going ahead. Uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Um, yeah. As we currently stand, I think so. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see you in Chelsea. Any? You mentioned the album. Any? Any dates lined up yet, or roughly? Uh, I think so, I think it's September. I'm not sure of the date though. Not we'll sure of the exact date. Yeah. Keep a weather ear out for that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Thanks for joining us, Nula. Thank you for having me. And keep up with the great work. We'll have a listen to Artemisia now. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> we'll speak soon. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Phoenix 98 FM. Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews. Check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.